1: welcome in everybody it's another episode of the dnvr rapids podcast i'm your host mitchell carroll aka murchell aka whole lot going on around here and who better to break it down than the fellas joined as always
0: by super yaya yay frustrated yaya frustrated yaya (laughs) yay uh, I do like that you refer to me as Super ya yeah, every time now. And I have to like say, yeah, I'm super, but there's also a little bit of not okay. You're with not me.
1: feeling super, but you are super.
0: Exactly. That's what I like. It's
1: an innate quality, not a current emotion. Exactly. Yes, absolutely. And uh, another superhuman over here, our guy. It is downtown, Dwayne Brown. Hi. <laughs> Dwayne. <laughs>
2: Is everyone ready to talk about soccer? Oh God, I don't know if you I are. I know I am. <laughs> if you having... is...
1: I've never seen Dwayne so fired up in the last twenty-four hours ever. If you have a guest, he is ready. <laughs> Dwayne is locked and Ugh. loaded, my guy. I am so excited for it, guys. We got a big show today. Number one, we're back in Studio A. It's a beautiful afternoon in Denver, Colorado. What does A stand for? Another one. Another coach. <laughs> Under Porig. Um, we're going to be talking, of course, about the coaching search. We're going to dig in a little bit into um, who Yaya thinks. He has a great list, a bunch of stats, everything you want in a coaching search. Me and Dwayne have a couple couple nominees as well. Uh, we're going to talk about what went wrong with Robin Fraser, um and kind of where he lost, lost the job. And uh, we're also going to be talking, of course, about the... Pork Smith presser yesterday, guys. Um, he talked for an hour, which is um, more than you will get from any GM, really, in any sport. I was surprised he stood up there or sat up there for that long and let us just throw darts. It was, you know, he, they could have ended it at any point. Um, it was, and it was a full house. Even our guy Vinny Benedetto from the Gazette, shout out, who jumped over the Nuggets beat. Uh, <laughs> he he was there. Um, it was the usual suspects, of course, Pollard and Brendan Plone. Um, uh, Pat Radigan was there. It was also um, Braden Norse was there. Uh, even Wayne Brandt sat in. Crookham sat in. Um, honestly, it was the most people I've ever seen. There was probably three or four cameras going. It was uh, it was a packed house. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna send this to you first. Um, when we're talking about uh this presser and obviously there was there was questions about the firing and and the hiring process and the state of the team blah blah blah. what what came to mind first after uh kind of hearing his responses or maybe reading through them after the fact what what jumped off of that for
0: you honestly to me the first thing i thought about was i kind of just went through the whole frazier tenure immediately in my head kind of what happened where how did we get here to begin with why is this why is this pressure such a big deal for the rapids Rapids fans and anybody that cares about the MLS right now, and one of the first things that came to mind was Pablo getting fired, uh, bringing in Anthony Hudson. Yikes! Being a complete utter disaster. <laughs> Dwayne knows about that.
1: Dwayne has nothing nice to say about Hudson. Um,
0: and then I don't. You having shouldn't... a little hope. But when Fraser came in, you had a little hope. MLS Defender <laughs> of the Year, Club Legend. You figured, hey, the first one went wrong, the second one's gonna be okay. Then here comes Fraser, first year. Improvement, yeah. Second year, high scoring team, another improvement. Then we have the pandemic and the MLS back, and I really don't count that as much. Then you get the big jump. You get the first in the West. You get multiple players playing out of their mind, including Austin Trustee, um, Jack Price, and Keegan Rosenberry. Even Yarby was, should have been considered for um, goalkeeper of the year. And honestly, Fraser should have been considered for coach of the year that year. And he right. wasn't he even was. in the He's fight. runner up. Yeah, no, I thought he wasn't even a finalist.
2: I thought he was running around.
0: I thought he was in the vote, but I'd have to Again, double check. regardless. He should have But he should have won regardless. Yes. Being number one in the – I mean, New England was really good that year, too. So I get if you did And then you get to last year, and you just see, like, a deep decline. You see that the team is not playing together. There's a big – there's a lot of things going on with the team where, like, you're just, like, they kind of seem like the same, but there's just something off.
1: And there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of, well, there was some like for likes, but it was a drop in quality, Exactly. Right? So it's in, like, you, you know, you're, you, all of a sudden it's Mark Anthony K Instead of Kellen Acosta. Instead of Kellen Acosta, right? Mm-hmm. It's Max and Spurts, right? You're, you don't have Cole Bassett. You, yeah. you know, it's like, it's just a little different. It's mostly the same, but it's just not as good.
0: Yeah. yeah. And then you get to this year. Yeah. And it's just
2: <laughs> and,
1: and, and it's <laughs> just like
0: that, that you know, just gest, gestures broadly at the thing on fire. I mean, literally. <laughs> Wait, like go back. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna put all of us here on, on blast right now. All of us? All of us. Every single one of Even us. Even super producer Kale on the ones and twos? Uh probably, because he, he he probably <laughs> believed in us more than anybody else because a believer. <laughs> um I was, uh, <laughs>
2: <Hey>.
0: <laughs> all right go ahead put us on blast put us on blast at the beginning of the year we got a lot of frustrated messages from quite people that, that listened to our pod because we were really positive we we believed in this team we believed in fraser we believed in what was going on and we can all here say all three of us say holy shit were we wrong yeah like all three of us were wrong, even when we did our my guys draft. Oh yeah, we've talked about it. So now we now we look at this and it's like, what went so wrong? And it's just like creating that pressure. I just felt utterly destroyed the first five minutes. I destroyed. Felt destroyed. Never felt angry in my life. I was ri- road- hot, I was dude. driving and I was having road rage against my own car. <laughs> like like it was absolute. And I'm gonna curse one more time, and I promise I won't do it all pod. It was absolute horseshit. What I felt like, sure, and it was bad, and I just it made me feel like I'm supporting something that's not ever gonna give me happiness again. In all honesty, um,
2: man, <laughs> Dwayne just a, had
0: like a
1: blank stare into it. Like... <laughs> that was a roller coaster you just took me on, Dwayne. What was your initial takeaway from that presser yesterday?
2: Uh, I mean, I, I do want to echo what you said at the beginning, like. This club is bad um, in, in many ways. Um, not just what's on the field, but uh, there, there's just a lot of things that are falling short right now with Colorado Rapids. So I agree with you that I thought it was uh, admirable for the club to put together a presser and listen to the uh, frustration and disdain after the last one Absolutely. to give the full I mean, over an hour. It's a long. It's um, a long. It's a presser. very long presser. So, <laughs> uh, I want to acknowledge that. Um, you know, like there, there are good things that happened even in, in bad, bad situations, uh, and and I commend the club for doing that um, and taking that heat because, uh, you know, the local media, independent media around here, us, um, Burgundy Wave, shout- um, Brendan at the Post. Shout- Um, Pat over at um, Footy at 5280, like everybody was bringing the heat, you know. So everything that everyone's been griping at us about for not changing the team with our questions, uh, now you know um, the kind of answers that you get. Um, So props to, you know, and obviously you, Mitch, were there as well. So uh, I want to give a shout out to all of those folks who are there asking the tough questions as well. I thought that was, was great. Yeah. Um, I mean, my immediate takeaways were Haporic Smith, uh, again, is an absolute master class in PR talk. Oh God. Yeah. Um, he should teach a class you, on that. If you want a master class and how to either not answer a question Half answer a question or turn a question into something you wanted to say anyway that dude is a legend um it, i it, it's just it's honestly like working in media you know a background in advertising marketing p r like i i am in awe of what he is able to do <laughs> yeah. uh he really is incredible at that um that is also my frustration um there, yeah, I was easily as frustrated as Yaya. I was not driving, so I was safe. <laughs> uh, Nobody on the road uh, was safe. Yeah, that no, was yeah <laughs> I was safe up in up in the office watching the live stream. Uh, oh, props to uh, the Rapids for live streaming that. I thought yeah, that was uh, cool too. Yeah, the, I mean, I, I loved that. Um, gave everybody a chance to um, kind of be involved at, at mm-hmm. you know real time there. So all of that being said, um, man, what a frustrating time. Sure. Um, so many questions for me were not answered or answered in a way that was literally insulting to me. One of the answers, uh, super frustrating. Um, and then just you know a, a lot of run around, not answering questions. Uh, two big things I think we, if you if you watched or listened, you noticed this. Um, Pork Smith doesn't even want to use the three words the Rapid's Way anymore. Um, it's, Thank God, it's, it's become Let it what die. it is, and so now that is, has a secret code word mm-hmm. called identity. Sure, uh, and that word was said approximately four or five thousand times <laughs> yesterday during the presser. I'm hurt. not
0: gonna lie; if I drank during every time I heard "identity," yeah, I'm, be not be <laughs> like, I'm not driving. I'm not you, driving
2: you, that wheel. My you'd guys. be driving because you'd be dead from <laughs> alcohol poisoning. Literally at that point. Um, the other word, and, and this is the new front office boogeyman. I don't know if anybody picked up on it. On one side, you have identity. Identity's boogeyman or villain in the Rapids world front office wise now is called the deviation. And the deviation is anything that does not fit within right. Porg's very much his own plan for what, sure. Whatever this identity is. So we heard those two things. I think we will continue hearing those words probably. Um, I, that's without getting into individual answers, sure. but, uh, yeah, I was I was frustrated, man. I yeah. I've had 24 hours to to cool off a bit um and to not see a signing yet after 24 hours like I'm that. I'm I'm very confident that's coming through so, based on
1: talking to people over
2: there. I know. But so, I mean that's happening. one of my quick to make those promises but very 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 slow on getting that information i mean it sounds it it sounds like the waiver process is is what's holding it up Eh, so well maybe maybe say 48 hours maybe say soon maybe Maybe say this week. i think he said
1: soon could be i don't know whatever it doesn't matter that is happening so not that it's going to be of consequence it's a waiver pickup you know so yeah um you know but you know of all the things you guys both talked about and the funniest thing to me is Wayne has his little notebook over here, and I always see him jotting stuff down. I can't really read it or see it. I'm not trying to, but I do see one giant. Word. I'm not writing. I see I just, one giant word across the bottom, is that my in walk all away? caps, <laughs> and it just says "delusional." <laughs> we can get into that. I'm... Um, look, well,
2: I mean, look, like, okay. I want to. I kind of
1: want to go a little bit here. There were some delusional
2: takes in that presser,
1: you know, and and this kind of leads into the topic about Robin Fraser and and sort of where it went wrong and and. You know, when you, when you talk about identity or, you know, how, what you want to see from the players on the roster and how they're playing on the field. Um, and you really see there are clearly players that fit what Porg is looking for on this roster. Right. The things he says, whether it's speed, athleticism. Um, and a lot of those guys didn't play under Fraser, Right. Or didn't play very much or played out of position. And, you know, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and say I like Porik's plan. I think that it's, I don't, I'm not going to say it's a great plan, but I do think that if you are trying to build a team one way and the coach takes it the other, this is the inevitable result
2: of that. You are responsible for the people you hire. Sure. That is part of the delusion. If you are, the message was very clear yesterday. That is, this is our identity and the plan that we have. And I got the strong indication that it's very much Porg as president saying, this is the way it's going to be. I've decided this is what it is. And that's fine. He's a president. He can do that, by the way. So that's fine. I'm fine with that. Um, But then we have a report card of hiring two coaches um, who were not that um, and you know maybe a handful of players that are also not that, um, whether it's the individual players or the, or, you know, the coaches or a mix of both, I think it's a mix of both, um, you are responsible for those coaches. So you cannot come in and say, this is my way. I'm the one who hires these coaches and then fires the coaches saying they're not doing it my way. Dude, that's what the, the application process, that's what the vetting process is about.
1: Well, that's not, entire, that's not like, entirely what he said. You know, He laid out the times that he came in, and like yeah, I said earlier, there was improvement. There was buy-in. 2020, you can't, I don't know, you can't really count 2020, it feels like, in a nutshell. It's just a weird season. Yeah, and then, it's a weird one. But 2021 there was like the culmination of Moneyball greater than the sum of its parts. Uh, it felt like Fraser ball met Porg ball in a beautiful, sweet marriage. And then the next offseason happens. And, you know, the Kellen Acosta loss, I think, is, is massive for this club. It'll go down in history, really, I think. But you start to see the deviation beginning last year, and you see Robin leaning in on Vets, you see him shelling up defensively, and then you, extend you see him playing him. away from it. Yeah. Well, who knows?
0: Maybe that was a Cronky thing. Maybe that was a. We don't know. I don't um, think it was a Cronky thing. But the, this is the thing when it comes to that. Eventually, any coach that he brings in, eventually anybody that comes in, wants to get creative. They also want to do their own thing because football evolves. Sure. the The style of play has to evolve every time. You can't just keep doing the same thing over and over again because they're going to find out we're doing. Fraser didn't evolve. It, no, he tried. No. That's, that's Very I think stubborn that, in the last two years, for yeah. sure. Very yeah. stubborn. And I think he was stubborn, but I think he also tried to evolve in a way that his players weren't ready to evolve or shouldn't have evolved with the way the roster was built. Right, right. And that's my thing. Because he played a certain way in 20, uh, 2021. Then in 2022, he tried to play the same way. Then he tried to adapt into a new style of form. Because you saw 2021 uh, was all five back all the time. Then you moved into 2020. You start with the five-back and you're not getting results. Trusty you, leaves. A trusty leaves. And you turn into a four-back because the personnel is not there to play the five-back that you've been playing. This year, remember the first game against St. Louis? I was super excited. We're seeing a 4-3-3, something I think the Rapids could excel in, and it just didn't work for them. They got blown out the water by Seattle. And most of these... And then when did we start seeing the, the Lee Strauss come in? When he went back to the back five. So I think the issue was I think he was trying to evolve into the new things that the league was wanting, but I just don't think the personnel was there to evolve with him and help him go all the way through. And I'm not taking any blame on Frazier. I'm really, really not. I think Frazier could have done more, but it's also really unfair to just say it was off Frazier. Oh, that he for sure. Evolve. No, and that's not but what I was trying I, to I, No, no, no. I'm not yeah. saying neither are you are, but I also we also got to say Horig didn't evolve. Horig should have evolved with what the squad was doing. Sure. He should have talked. Yeah, there was... There was a loss. There was a diversion in the identity of the club. Boy,
2: was there a diversion!
0: And that's <laughs> and that's the thing. There needs to be some responsibility there, of where, if that diversion happened, why weren't you able to get it back on track, and why was that diversion there to begin with?
2: Why did you give that diversion an extension? Yeah, that's. The I thing. mean, if that, you that is am you. You you put the people in place when you have a seemingly. And I don't know. I don't go and. Obviously, I don't have access to Porg's notebooks of his football style that he wants to run. He's he's mentioned it, uh, but it's when you know it's not happening, and you're and you're not going to change that. He really came off as very clear that he's not going to be. He has a vision, and that he wants vision to is play not super flexible. He wants so to play like the George Carl era extensions?
1: Nuggets, right? He wants to play fast. He wants to play athletic. He wants to put pressure on outside backs specifically. He wants to make them work, 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 work the whole game. Sure. Pressing, running, speed. Um, and you saw it this offseason when Cabral came, came in. You saw it when Harris came in, right? You have Galvan coming back from an injury. There's plenty of speed out there. Yeah. And Cabral hasn't even touched 1,000 minutes yet, even though he's costing us $800,000. Uh, Harris finally broke into the team in the last month. Maybe a little longer than that. Yeah. But not a bunch. Right. Um, and, you know, and, and without knowing the internal uh, dynamic between the two or how those meetings go or how they talk to each other, um, you know, the way Pork explained it is my job is to be ready year to year. His job is to be ready to win Saturday to Saturday. And when you only win one game in 18, when you have three losses to your arch rival in a season, including two in the same week at home. You, you're, I mean, you, there's no coming back from that. There's no coming back. Lowest points scored, fewest points in the league. But this is
0: the thing. You just said it yourself. Frazier's is win from year to year. I mean, uh, Porrick's win game. year to year. And, and they Frazier, have, it. and they have, it. Exactly I'm not that, but that's the thing. Like, why this is, and again, I hate calling for people's jobs. Like, I really, really do. Like, I do it quite often, but I don't. <laughs> it's not because I want to. It's because you have to actually discuss what they're producing and what it's actually happening. I like Porig. Porig's a great guy. I've met Porig. We've had him on the show. Yeah. Multiple well, times. And this is the thing. If your job is to win from year to year, and that hasn't mm-hmm. happened in two years, yep. what's the difference from him, from Frazier, not winning week to week? He's president. <laughs> it, it, He's president. It, it's, it's
2: a missing the forest for the trees situation. Sure. Like, that, again, was the mastery of taking a question and putting the information out there the way that you want to. Which is to say, Saturday to Saturday is not happening. And I'm like, dude, you never replaced players that you got rid of. Sure. And you're still running the same scheme with a weaker squad. And L- that is big picture. Right. right. That's, not, that's, that's macro. Year, that's macro. <laughs> that's <laughs> macro year to year versus Saturday to Saturday. Sure. You know. Let me ask you guys this as, as we kind of wrap up this
1: This little talk and get into some coaching search stuff um you guys were high on this team coming in i think they were talking about last night you guys (laughs) you guys were highs no uh you you both had them second in the west going into the season i had him
0: second he had him third okay you You had had him him third
1: i had him fourth you had him second um you liked all the signings or most of them yep right very in on them uh between maxu Cabral. You were all in on Cabral over there, Dwayne. I was, man. Um, so if you are... If you're saying that, well, why did he give him an extension? Well, you guys were high on the club, right? You were yeah. high on the team. That includes Frazier. Yeah. You thought they were going to be good. So True. why now is it such a bad thing that he gave him the extension if everyone thought it was going in the right direction
2: nine months ago? Well, I'm making my, you know not just my, playing a little my, doubles advocate. Yeah, my, yeah, yeah, it's it's a great yeah. great way to spin it, right? Is to put it back there. I, I'm putting this as a as a fan, as someone who covers the team <laughs> and someone who sits my butt pays a bunch of money a to bunch. sit in the in the stands uh, to watch the squad play. I don't have the background information uh on all of these players outside of what any of us can google um and kind of see records and and how they play and successes and challenges right so i will tell you you know i've been following the rapids for a long time yes you have you know uh 15 plus years now that i've i've lived here and been rapids faithful season ticket member i've been in that stadium, through ups and downs, I have always remained hopeful. This season has broken me. Yep. <laughs> I, I, oh, no, I have never Dwayne. been more down on the Rapids. Not pooping on them, but just me as being a fairly positive, hopeful guy on the Rapids. I have never been at this point. Sure where I'm not sure where to go from here. The word identity is thrown around a whole sure. bunch yesterday. Yeah. And my one question, if I'd been in the room, is can you tell me what this identity means? <laughs> what is Colorado Rapids identity? Because I don't think anybody in that room knows. No, I don't I think really any of don't. us
1: knew. I don't even know if I'm not even or... sure
2: the front office knows. I think there's some talking they have an points. Idea. I think there's some talking points from the Rapids way that they probably would have thrown out, but I'm not sure anyone in that room knows what the identity of this club is, myself included. Um, And I'm at a down point. Like I don't, I I don't have high hopes for the, for next year. um, Whereas I would normally be all in on a Cabral signing or whoever Porig brings in. I can't see myself getting very excited about the offseason who we bring in. Everything. So let me put this also and take a step back. I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. Okay. <laughs> that comes with so much ineptitude. I mean, I know they're good now, but so many. Historical like, ineptitude. Yes. Like reasons to not <laughs> trust Rangers? What's happening? Oh, God. New York Rangers, (laughs) Colorado Rockies. Uh, Dwayne's
1: down so bad. Dwayne's in the basement. uh, Oakland Athletics.
2: I am a a collector of disappointment. (laughs) Uh, Some people collect bobbleheads. Some people collect trading cards, uh, shoes. I collect disappointing teams. Sure. Um, And... (laughs) I there are some teams on that list that I I'm just not excited for signings anymore because I've been shown that either this is a a a broken player that's coming in um, a a project so to speak and then that player is not going to be developed which we've seen over the past two years Um, you know or it's 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 Moneyball. Which doesn't work, uh, you know. The one question of uh, yesterday, and, and I'll try yeah. and get through this quickly. Like the one question of, you know, we're n- you're not getting enough money from the owners, you yeah. know, which I agree with, uh, and I think Porg agrees with that as well. Um, but his his answer was, well, Galaxy gets money. They're not very good. Come on, man. Toronto gets. Yeah. Who You know who else, more you know, who else gets more mo- Who else gets money? LaFC, Seattle uh atlanta and you know what they all have in the past four years championships a title yeah go back down the list because i did i wrote the damn thing down and the players who have won over the last many years are the teams who get money totally so don't don't come back with that like well toronto gets money and they're not good okay well there's an outlier there great um and that's not on poor
0: i just didn't like his answer and sure. that's
2: on ownership to me
0: totally um one of the biggest frustrations kind of to that was him mentioning philly philly has an identity and owners that are bought in that's very different from what the yeah. rapids have well that's what, and let me
2: this oh, is important I, with philly yeah go ahead and then i need to get back to this because okay, really we're important about point. five
1: minutes over already so with philly or with this thing of rapids don't have that rapids of this right now and you guys are going to hate this. I already know <laughs> I'm already. And I know everyone in the comments will probably hate it too. But look, the Band-Aid was ripped with Frazier. Next year, we have no idea what it's going to look like. We don't know who the coach is. We don't know who the players are. Yeah. And maybe yeah, they do get a a boost. Maybe they do find the money ball guy. Maybe the coach that they bring in fits that pork style, brings in these athletic, fast guys, plays to their strengths at elevation. Sure. And But I, am I... Confident in that, I don't think I would put my confidence level at high or even medium, but I'm not going to say that it's automatically not going to work
2: until I see those decisions made. Okay, well, let me get back to Philly. Um, Philly, everyone's darling. Everyone who doesn't put any money into their club loves Philly, of course, because it it it, it's the main argument they like to use, right? Um, Philly has done it. What did we see in the final? You saw Garrett Bell. We had, we had yeah. an upstart Philly, and, and, I, and I don't want to take credit for this thought. This, this comes from Matt sure. over at Burgundy Wave and um, holding the high line. I, I was listening to him, and this, this part was just so on, just right on the money. You have upstart Philly, who's built it from home, which is why we all love them. And then you have the money team, LAFC. Philly's winning. We're like, yes, little team's going to get it done. We can all celebrate. And what happens? Gareth Bale comes on, who is the poster child for spending a lot of money on your team, and comes in and ties the game, and then they lose in kicks. That is the ultimate argument settler. Correct. Okay? And I, again, not my thought, just Matt's thought that I loved, so I want to repeat it.
0: Just (laughs) one of the most epic goals of all time. And then, yeah, real quick, just to end it off, and then we'll do the ad reads. Sure. I agree with you, Mitch. Yeah, I think whoever Porek hires, I think 90% of them, whoever they hire, I'm 90% sure they're going to succeed. I'm pretty sure they're going to see mass improvements in the coaching staff and the players, and I think they're going to be better. Me too. But it's going to last it's four or little, five years. It's yeah, It's a low just bar. Just the same way. Well, we're yeah, going to be better. <laughs> no, no, but again, but this is my thing. We they went to at home. Well, I think it's, <laughs> no. But this is the thing that I'm trying to get at. I think at the end of the day, it's just we're going to end up here in four or five years. Because there needs to be yeah. power given to the head coach. Of course. And when there's somebody that just one way, one way, yep. and there's always going to be a disagreement somewhere. Because and there has to be adaptability totally, by both totally. parties. Yeah. And it'll never be, and if, unless you're willing to adapt to your coach and your coach willing to adapt to your GM, you're never going to get anything out of it. And it's just going to be, we're going to be in the same spot for five years from now. To sure. your
2: point, after two years, that coaches want to get creative and then it's going to go bad. They're going to extend them anyway. It's going to get worse, and then we're having the same problem. Yeah, we're back to the same place. Well, like, we'll that cross that the bridge when we get there. The deviation returns. The bridge <laughs> we're at right now is these add
1: I was supposed to do 10 minutes ago. We are brought to you by the homies at Broken Tee Golf Course. I'll tell you what. The three of us could use a nice day on the golf course. We could use a relaxing day over at Broken Tee, one of the coolest golf course courses in the area with the best vibes. I mean, they have... Look at that. that. Is that not the vibiest golf course logo you've ever seen in your life? Is there copyright infringement in that? Probably. Yes. Okay. But, but we're not going to talk like, about like, it on no, they've the they've internet. have
2: six other logos. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> so like that logo's tighter than bunch. all of them. So yeah, we're going to cool. keep rocking that
1: guy. <laughs> um, they have an award winning <laughs> practice facility. They have an 18 hole championship course. And then a nice little par three. You can play 27 holes if you want to. Just get nine in on the par three. Just play a nice 18. Um,. We had the Illegal pizza, which is going to come up later. We had the golf tournament there. And it was probably the most fun I've ever had in a golf tournament ever. And that includes the DMVR ones, which are elite. That's how fun this yeah, place fun. is. Um, they have a stocked pro shop full of the best gear. Absolute great gear. They have Wyatt's, the, the restaurant there. Catch some glizzies at the turn. Come in, have some bevies. Maybe a nice sandwich. It's delicious. It's a great place to hang. Uh, in the middle or after year round, they have experienced teaching professionals with Meta Golf. Um, so go practice, go get some lessons, and then get ready for their charity tournament on Friday, September 22nd. Prizes support the Bridge House, Tri City's Homeless Action Team's effort to open a navigation center that will provide a facility for community members struggling with homelessness to receive temporary shelter, connect with services, and create a pathway out of homelessness for good. Uh, For our listeners here, go to brokenteagolf.com, brokentgolf.com to make tee times, get the latest updates, and you can use code DNVR10 for 10% off any round on their regulation course. Uh, That is DNVR10, 10% off any round on the 18-hole course. Go ahead, check that out. We are also brought to you by Shady Rays, the homies. We love Shady Rays. Uh, oh, look at this guy. Come on, come that's, that's on. That's a Shady Ray man. Look at right those there. Shady so, Rays, baby. Real quick, these Shady, the ray shady Rays.
0: I lost them in a puzzle. Went to the store, got my replacement, and here we are. Those are the replacement. Yeah. Those they are the replacement. look great. You, you
2: went to the store to get your replacement. You can go to the store. And you don't have right. to do it online. You don't
0: have to do it online. You can go right into Park of and office will give it to you right I there. Wow, I didn't even know
2: Amazing.
1: that. Yeah, that's dope. even better. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium. Polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. And look, Yaya just told us about that. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence, because they have your back long after you purchase. We might have to change it from the Susie Hunter uh, policy to the Yaya policy. Hey. (laughs) It was once. (laughs) Uh, You can shop their entire collection at the brand new location at Park Meadows Mall, where Yaya got his replacement pair. It's a full-stop shop for all things Shady Rays. And together with their customers, Shady Rays is providing much needed support to nonprofit partners across the U.S. through Shady Rays Impact. From building play sets to pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with MS the outdoor adventure of a lifetime, Shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others like it now and for years to come. If you don't love your Shady Rays, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. Exclusively for our listeners, ours. Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code DNVR for fifty percent off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five rapids by the three guys up here. Boom. That's true. I Actually, love no, Shady they Rays. deserve more than rapids. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. But that was that was our rating system. Yeah, that was, but I, re-
2: I know this is an ad read, but I really d- I'm not a sunglasses guy. I've You're seen not it before. I wear sunglasses every damn day now. Yep, because. They're comfortable. I don't care if they I, look good. If they get scratched up or broken, I thought I could just mail them back or get online. But now I can just go down to the mall, like that. I didn't know. Like my Shady Rays experience just got better because of <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. Just it's so absolutely. I like it. They're absolutely. great glasses.
1: Um, all right, jumping back into the pod here, um, and before AIA starts with his his list, which is an amazing list. I'm very much in on all his list. Look. I don't. I see a lot of who's going to want to come here? Who's going to want to coach here? Well, the MLS is rising in popularity like it's never had before. There's eyes all over the world it's thanks a, to a certain a Argentinian goat. And it's a professional head coaching job. There's only 29 of them. A lot yeah. of people are going to want to coach here. A yeah. lot. And it's not that there's 29. It's that there's three to five available every year. Sure. At most. There's a ton of coaches who are going to want,
2: want to make that jump. That's just a fact. There's gonna be plenty, plenty <laughs> of candidates coming to sit in an interview and be willing to say, sure, yep. I will throw away my coaching strategy <laughs> and do the identity.
1: Well, I don't know if that's true. It's not like Port has some outlandish Idea of how to play soccer. It's not like an uncommon thing. No, yeah. he just he's like, going to he find people that broaden. want to align with that. Yeah, and there's going to be a lot of games. But
2: I don't think Fraser is that kind of coach. It never was. No, no. it worked out for a year and a half. Well, and I think- Hudson, as much as I loathe him, sure. Uh, is maybe the only one that sort of that's coached true. up to that. God, that's funny. Uh it was horribly <laughs> unsuccessful <laughs> and he never took uh you know any sort of responsibility no. for being bad at it. Actually
1: trashed the fan or the players at all times. Yeah,
2: he just really couldn't couldn't throw a player under a bus fast enough. The one? He even threw I mean in his last thing, he, sure. you know when he said it's a it's a at the bottom of the league with a bottom group of players like he's trashing the roster build yep, and he's absolutely. trashing Porg, yep. you know, and then, and then yesterday Porg <laughs> praised him for, you know, yeah. and I'm just like, come on, man. Well, I think the like, thing
1: to look at yesterday and it goes to why Robin Frazier maybe wasn't the stylistic fit was because Robin Fraser was an MLS fit. Right. And, and I followed up a, with a question to Porg yesterday when he talked about that saying, so what is the correct, what is the criteria you're looking for here? Like what is, and are you sticking to MLS coaches? Are you sticking to, you know, very specific rigid guidelines. And because of the rise in popularity of this league, because there's attention, I think the pool widens dramatically. I don't think he's as worried about an MLS guy as he is about a stylistic guy. And I think, yeah, yeah. While I think a lot of his list does have MLS experience, I
0: don't think we need to be like, which MLS guy are we getting here? Yeah, you and know? honestly, and that's not something I wanna say. First of all, there's a lot of typos because I did it really quickly. <laughs> like I did it this morning, I'm gonna be honest. Like it's all the information is correct. It's just I typed it wrong because I was in a hurry doing this and my computer was messing up a little bit and I don't spell that great. Second of all, that these are candidates that you might say, Oh, that's too expensive. Oh, why would he come here? what i'm thinking is if they're willing to even put a price tag of navarro for 4.5 million if truly people are tired i'm ha- and they fired frazier when he just signed his extension i have some hope that kronky's gonna hire the right coach and i said that right i don't believe porig is gonna have as much say as people think because at some point if it goes wrong again next year you can't be tied to a coach you that your GM judges, yeah. fully hired by himself, and I think that's something we have to be aware of. Even though, like, I know Drake is like, I don't think Kronk is
2: involved. Well, no, well, I'm, well, actually, I was gonna go the other way. Is is that even a good idea? It's better. Like, but I. So let's say Kronky comes in and gets his guy, but then you've, you know, you've got a. He, he loves him, but he doesn't match up with the identity. Well, now we're back in the same. But that's you know, the what, same that's, thing.
0: It happened with Jim Curtin out in Philly. Got rid of the, hi, they hired the ownership, hired uh, Jim Curtain, uh, GM was gone the next year.
2: Uh, okay, so you, it's, I see what it, you're saying. It, it is saying, a thing. Cronkie hires the coach, so Cronky is going to go
0: with coach. Yeah, go and go with okay. coach. And then the GM is like, all right, you're gone. We're going to find somebody that's going to believe in Jim Curtin. Sure. And, that, and again, Kronke's not going to go out there Personally interview everybody But he's going to get a team of himself, I believe And he's going to get analysts and people around him That's going to give him right advice So let's jump right into it And the first one, it's Albert Steubenberg Again, typos, right off the bat Developed, he, <laughs> Steubenberg devolved. is actually, Yeah, devolved Classic. Steubenberg, it's a guy that I, um, that I actually really like He was at the top of my list for a long time He coached the Netherlands team uh, the youth team, I believe it was the U-17s. Uh, he's credited for giving, uh, for actually giving Mem- Memphis Depay the next step where he was recognized and people starting to know him a lot more. He's the Arsenal assistant coach. He's Mikel Arteta's right-hand man. He's always there. He always has a look like he's not worried or he's not paying attention to you, and I really enjoy it. It's not stoic, it's goofy. <laughs> Super goofy. I He'd,
1: love the Dutch.
0: And, I'm in. And he's also. Uh, <laughs> I'm in. He was the head coach in a gank out there, and I believe that's Belgium. Uh, he had a great record 125, 50. Uh, what was it? Let me check because I have my notes right here. His record was 23, 15, 10, and he made it to the Europa Cup uh, quarterfinals.
1: That was a nice run with Gank. I remember that team. Yeah,
0: exactly. Though he got let go because the results didn't show up the next season, and in Europe, it's. You don't have results you're out of here yep he's um he's one of those guys that i really really like especially in one of the things that the pros to me is he's developed young players he's worked with the youth his whole time he's had when he had a chance gank, he brought up a lot of the second team players and a lot of the youth up to the first team and helped them get minutes uh he's already in the KFC system i love that so it's such
1: a like when i was coming up with my well very admittedly short list yeah the, the I didn't have that KSE system in mind, but Josh is so involved in, in Arsenal Ars- now that it makes a ton of sense to think, hey, man, you're kind of down Arteta's bench. Like, come get a bigger opportunity. See what you
0: can do with the club at your disposal. Get a pay raise and come play get with Get a your. pay raise. Play it, like, I like that. The one the thing that a uh, cons, no MLS experience. I think that's something, after hearing yesterday's presser, is something that he might be worried, that poring might be worried about. And if we're going off what Porig wants... I think that's a big thing that there's no MLS experience. Well, he MLS- specifically
1: said he's not as worried about that as he was in the Fraser cycle. Exactly. Yeah. But I
0: think that also does come into play. Sure. There's no experience there. The MLS is a different beast. And- Rather than factor two, it might be factor four exactly. or something like that. Yeah. And uh, and the other con that I could think of that I really thought would be big was somewhat unrealistic, honestly. Yeah, probably. It's kind of like, why would you want to take an MLS job? No matter, unless you're, Playing for the top three team in the league, if you're gonna coach top three, top five team in the league, why would you leave a Premier League assistant head, uh, job to and be uh, MLS MLS
2: head coach? And in the chat, Alex said that I guess Arsenal just lost another one of their assistants before the season. Yeah, well that so happens. That, they, happens that happens. that happens every a part year. with a, with another good one.
0: Yeah, and know? the thing that happens every year, like, but this is Arteta's right hand man. Whenever Arteta can go for a game, whenever he's sick, whatever happens, he can't be there. This is the guy that takes the reins. He puts in the game balance and he helps out the most. He's one of those guys that I think could really take the Rapids to the I'm next sold. level. I'm Let's get him. Yep, we're done. This show's done. Cool. Great Wrapping list. Up, Actually, great list, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> all right, guys. We're on to the next one, and this yeah. is, might be the most unrealistic. Wow. Carlos Cuesta. I love this guy. This guy's a wonder kid. This dude has already... He's only 20 years old. He's already... Arsenal. He's Arsenal's, 20? He's 28. Oh, okay. He got... He... I was uh, Arsenal's other assistant head coach. He's also was God, the he's head coach. born in 1995. That's it's, crazy. He's bro. only a year older than me. He is the head. Oh he was the head God. coach of Atletico Madrid's uh, U17 and Juve, and Juventus U17 teams, and that was eight years ago when he was 20. Dude, that's insane. Dude is literally the definition of next up, and that's one of the cons that he. Why would he want to go to the MLS as well? He could probably wait it out another two, three years, and he might go to Brighton when Brighton's coach gets taken away. Sure, sure, Um, sure. Also, he's only done it at lower levels. We don't know what he can do at the higher levels. He's only been head coach at U17 levels. And he's also super young. We don't. This team is full of veterans. We don't know how they're how they're gonna react to a twenty year old yelling at them and barking orders. They For should now. be pro- exactly, but like they are professionals. <laughs> they should Man. be able to like listen a little bit more. He, but what some of the pros is that he learned under um, Mikel Arteta and Simone, two style of plays that kind of fit to what the Rapids want. Absolutely, it's low block, quick transition, and fast. I love that. Which is what exactly Park wants. Man, he was assistant
1: manager at Arsenal at 25 years old.
0: Exactly. That's like Sean McVeigh stuff right there. Dude is dude is an absolute like beast. 28 year old, and he knows how to develop youth. He's only worked with youth. I'm he's in. he's brought in the he's brought in the <laughs> next kid into the Arsenal system. He's brought everything. And again, he's in the KC system. I'm sold. Go get him. Yep, let's go. He's already there. It's not hard. You know what I mean? You know the guy bring him over interview him if he wants it he can have it sure sold sold here let's
1: do the next four let's what? jump into these ad reads real quick and then we'll knock out the four does that work oh uh, yeah, i'm all cool with it perfect okay uh the north boundary at dick sporting goods park is the newest addition to the colorado rapids game day experience the only field level patio in denver sports Off- offers space for fans to gather and take in the action from an unparalleled viewpoint right behind the goal which we watched r2 there it was pretty sick cannot lie Cannot tell a lie. Loved the view. That's I don't know cool how location. much you'll love the game you're watching, but look, it's going to be fun. You're going to have a good time. There's food options, beverage options, shade. There's
2: plenty of distractions. Area. Yeah. Yes. I'll use the word distractions yes. <laughs> instead of the dreaded <laughs> word. Uh,
1: each ticket on the patio at North Boundary includes a drink voucher and gets you access to food trucks and concession options right by your seats. Learn more at Colorado, coloradorapids.com slash northboundary.
0: Tickets are available now at coloradorapids.com. Also, if you're willing to go to a Rockies game and have a good time while the team is losing, you should be able to do it with the Rapids <laughs> and have an even better time. What a point. What is what wrong with a you if point? you're not willing to do that for the Rapids? Wow. And that's my point. If you're willing to do it for the Rockies, you can do it for the Rapids and still have a good time. And you're going to have
1: a good time. It's really cool down there. Look, it's I was—I cool. think I was a little skeptical going into that, right? And we got to go down at halftime and look at it uh, from the press box one day. And then we got uh, with Dwayne's season tickets. We went to an R2 game down there. Uh, and I i was really, I walked away impressed in a way I didn't think I would be. Really. It was pretty cool. So check that out, ColoradoRapids.com. We're also brought to you by Illegal Pete. I went there for lunch not an hour and a half ago. Mm. Uh, it is truly the. It is. I eat there more than I eat anywhere else. Uh, it is just truly. It was me and our guy Riley, the Myrtome. We went to Illegal Pete's today. <laughs> Uh, They offer handmade, mission-style burritos, bowls, and tacos crafted with responsibly sourced, high-quality ingredients with a full bar and a wide selection of local craft beer at every location to keep the burritos and the good times rolling. Stop by for happy hour, 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. Every single day at all 12 locations, soon to be 16 locations. They're all over the place. They're taking over, and we absolutely love to see it,
0: I love to see it. Yeah, love to see it. Pete's man, right here. Me, it's,
1: <laughs> it's like Eric's Denver man. I'm Pete's man. Hey, Pete's man.
2: <laughs> I believe that we all we have is men. <laughs> That's it. Uh, should we should we bypass the tip of the day, or you got a good one? Bypass, to yeah, absolutely. Let, no, 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 I have it. I have it. One? I have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pete's tip of the week.
1: Wow, I liked that one. That one's good. Keep that one in the chamber. Uh, I had a late breakfast, had a late start today, a whole bunch of stuff happened where I was just behind. So I shoved down a breakfast burrito and then Riley's like, let's go get lunch. So we head down to Pete's. I'm still pretty full. So you know what I did? I got my normal burrito, same ingredients all the way down the line from rice to cilantro at the end. But I did a kid size. It's half the size. Oh, that's smart, and that's it was delicious. A, yeah, and I didn't have to stuff myself because I was already not that hungry. Yeah,
2: you don't feel. But horrible. I knew
1: I needed lunch. Yeah, so I just had a smaller version. You can leave with dignity.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I We're don't have, call that when to, I eat. There's no the dignity,
1: dignity involved. <laughs> that is out the window, baby. Uh, but yeah, that's my tip of the week. It's uh, there's kid size every single thing you can get on the menu except for tacos. tacos are be, just tacos. You don't have to be
2: a kid to get a kid size burrito. No, I did it today. You save a little money. Yep. I Love that! It's perfect.
1: Do that. It's all the same ingredients and everything. It's just smaller. There you go. I'm Tip in. of the week. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Sold. Coach number three is
0: Jesse Marsh. Let's go. So I brought in the quote unquote Ted Lasso of real life, which nothing to do with <laughs> Jesse Marsh. Honestly, he could be like, hiring Dion Sanders. I'm just kidding. I mean, <laughs> for a lot of I'll for a lot it. of American fans, it kind of I think it'd be great. Prep. So, but talk me into it. This is Jesse Marsh. At, tell me if you heard of this, or you if this sounds like anything that you heard yesterday. Uh, high press, yep. Quick in transition, yep. And always, and a lot of speed, yep. Check. That's exactly how Jesse Marsh played at Leeds his last year there. That's what he wanted. That's his style of play. He comes from the school of thought of Red Bulls. He is the Red Bulls, which is high energy press and try to get the ball back and run. That's exactly what wants. I love that. Why, like, that's, that's who Jesse Marche is. Now, Pront he has some Alexis brand. He's been here. He has a great record in the MLS, I believe. Uh, well, just in general, he's 170, 66, and 103. That's his all-time record as a head coach. To me, that's a good record. Yeah. Also, he's a big name. He might attract people over. Like, that, you guys might not think it's, oh, my God, it's... This big thing, you know what? I, like, people actually like playing for Jesse Marsh. Justin Marsh is a well known coach in the U.S. hemisphere, in the U.S. coaching search. The other one is he's going to play with Porig Wands. And if Porig is going to be in charge, which part of me does not 100% sure he is, that's the, the sort of guy that he's going to be targeting. A guy that's going to be high press quickly to play. Now, one thing that the cons here is might not want to come to them, unless. There, I think there was like bigger names. I think there was bigger clubs out there that were looking for him in the MLS. I don't think so. He was really bad. And in the he was like, dude. no, no, like, no. There was a lot of like names. Was, he was thrown out there for some MLS jobs. Yeah. And he, I think he didn't want to coach. So yeah. He had a taste for Europe now. Exactly. Yeah, maybe. And hasn't had the best last couple of years. Which for the Rapids it doesn't matter, but it does come into consideration when you're talking to like people that might be bringing him in. Yeah. Now this one, I think it's unrealistic i give it about a two percent chance but hey you know what i gave dion a one percent chance right right right
1: that's the thing dion was the pipe dream and again man i'm gonna say it again just because our guy back in dev good to see you again you were in the you were there um on the the firing show you run around all the time the pool is deeper and wider than any angry rapids fan is willing to admit there are only so many jobs the mls is on the up there's a ton of eyes on it. There's a ton of money in it. Maybe not necessarily a ton of money with the armpits, but, <laughs> but it is bigger and wider than people th- are wanting to admit. I
0: promise. Yeah, and again, it's like very low chances. Super I low chances. This I, is I, pie in the sky right yeah, there. Yeah, and I just threw it in there because, again, people are going to ask, and I wanted to know why he could be coming in what the realistic chances are of him coming? It's not me saying he should be in the coaching search. It's it's a name they're gonna take a look at. It's normal. They will. Sold. Hire him. <laughs> we have so far we have three head coaches. <laughs> You're three for three. <laughs> Let's go. All right. Next one. Not a hundred percent sure, but this might be my number one option. This is option number four. I said the this last is one was option number four. This is option yeah, number four. Yeah, this is option number four. His name is John Hackman. Yes. You might know him as the guy that Jim Curtin replaced out in Philadelphia. This dude is a winner. All he does is win. All
1: he, he does is win.
0: He won the USL with St. Louis with who was it? Let me check. So <laughs> you're like the hype with, guy for a podcast. Literally everything, <laughs> and like for literally everything we do. But here's what it is: Louis, Louisville. He he was the head coach at Louisville City FC, winning the USL Championship in 2018. He was the head coach of the U-17 men's national team on two different occasions, taking uh, taking him to out-of-the-group stage of three of those World Cups. Okay. This dude, is all he does is win. All he does is know how to develop. He's a great To me, he's a great coach. He, he's coached at the mass level. He has two years of GM experience with Philadelphia and two years of head coaching experience. And he's going to play pork ball if that's what he wants. St. Louis is known for that Red Bull style, too. Totally. The high-press... Quick, transition, and get going. Now the cons are, he might not, he might want more power than the other head coaches on this. He might want more say. How much say is he gonna get if Porik is the one that's hiring? And that's I think one of the fears. And the other thing is can we replace smith with him, yeah, <laughs> just <make> him
2: GM. <laughs>
1: honestly he could like well i don't know if i mean i don't know if you need to replace smith the president
0: you might want to hire him as a gm and that's the thing more of a, of a and i've said it before maybe you just leave GM. just an outside influence yeah, in as a gm that's the move for the colorado rapids exactly exactly and this guy and the other thing is why would he want to leave st louis it's it is mls2 but he's getting to develop with a club that's in great form right now and again it is a head coaching job but part of me does feel like why would you leave something brand new and nice to something that you have to rebuild from bottom up and it does go into consideration because he's been around the league for a while and he does know a lot of different coaching (laughs) styles don garber just offered me the rapids job i'm taking it thanks don there we go, man. Why do you even do this list anymore? Man.
2: So I'm out. That's my last show. See you later. Did one, not have that on my podcast bingo list for the, today.
0: Here's here's <laughs> one quote from somebody in that thing lose organization you, that for, about John Hawk, Hawksworth, uh, Hawksworth. That's really gonna bring in a lot of perspective about the kind of coach and guy he is. But here's the thing: win or lose, Saturday, Hackworth, uh, own season was a resounding success. He helped implement a culture system. And style that is foundation for a big club, which begins next spring in Major League Soccer. He's at the tone. He's at the bar. Does that sound something like the Rapids need? So, hire him. This might be my number one option. I love this guy. I think he should be in consideration out of so many of these guys. Man,
1: he has he, just his experience is everywhere, man. From college men's and women's, U-17s, Philly, back to the U-17s, assistant coach, Not 27-18 men's national team, uh, USL, St. Louis City 2. It's impressive. It's impressive.
0: He's been everywhere. He knows how to play. He knows a lot of styles. And And when when he does this, like
1: he he goes up, finds a great assistant job, builds himself back up.
0: When that's over, builds himself back up. I like it. Dude is from the boot up. He built the culture. And honestly, he is the foundation that made Philly what they are today. Without him, you don't have the feeling. Jim Curtin had the better tactics, had the better way of getting this team across the finish line. But to me, it Hacksworth is the guy that if you want a culture you want a culture shift, that's a guy that you bring in. He's a builder. He might not be the finisher, but he's the builder. Absolutely. I love it. Um next one, we have a familiar face. Eric Ooh. Boucher. Ooh! this is rapids our two, guy this man. is rapids two head coach we love r2 dude, we're in r2 pod now dude has he's been with the rapids for six years he's been with the u17 of the rapids he doesn't have a lot of outside rapids experience as the other guys um but some of the pros is team knows him he knows how to drill out the young guys and he already knows the young guys at the rapids and again he's going to play the way porig wants if Pork's in charge that's the way that he's going to play the so Kant he has no ex- MLS experience. That's so funny. He has no MLS uh, coaching experience, and it's a risky pick. Honestly, it's a huge it's a huge risk that you're taking on a guy that hasn't done it at the high level, and doesn't and only has one year of a track record. Yeah. And at that point, like, and again, I'm all for it. Like, I think people deserve chances. Without it, I don't think we'd have the greatest coach of all time, which is Pep Guardiola. Pep was the <laughs> Barcelona two coach. Yeah. They hired him instead of some of the more qualified candidates sure. and he became the, in my opinion the top three coach of all time. So and again that's a huge leap to take compared to the Rapids right? But it's all about always taking chances whether they work out or not but the one reason that I don't see this going through is because Porick's, uh job is also on the line with this. Yeah, This might be his last coaching hire if he has a say in it. Yeah, It could also be a Bronco situation where it's like George Payton like you're here but like you're really not doing anything to construct this roster anymore. Um, I just kind of had this
1: thought, and we have talked about this uh, both with us in the in the office upstairs talking. Um, Kronky's good at at finding the the connection between front office and coaching. Right? They they're good at finding synergy there and putting guys that can work together. I also, and you said this, Kronky's probably more involved in this hire than he ever has been. Yep. because they have so much invested into Porig um, and uh, you know I think you know I don't I think Boucher has a, has a chance to be a good MLS coach I see them hiring a little above that level yep. because they need to know if their invest I mean they should know but in case it's still is this investment in Porig worth it yeah. Right. I think they're going to I don't think they're going to go with a development, want, you know, low experience MLS next pro guy. I just don't. And I, I think is great. And I think he'll still be involved. He has a ton of supporters throughout the organization. I just don't see that jump happening right now. Yeah.
0: And that's literally what it is. And that's yeah. that's where, the, where I am. Like, hey, thanks, Fabrizio. Let's go. <laughs> I think go. <laughs> like, Again, there's the guy that I still think is like, OK, like that might be. Yeah. That's a guy that, like, all else fails. He's a great backup plan. <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne is over here giggling. And I think he's a great backup.
1: I have theories as to who the Don Garber and Fabrizio
0: and all those are. I do, too, and I think I know who it is. But I think at the end of the day, he's a good option to have or at least give him a shot and see if he can impress you. It doesn't hurt to see that his presentation. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. All uh, right, who you got? Last guy on my list, it's going to be... No other than B.J. Callahan. Let's go. This is the guy that everybody talks about. He's the USMNT darling right now. Everybody was super sad when he didn't take the full-time job. And they hired Burr again. Now, the pros are, he's shown that he can lead a team. That's something that everybody wants, right? A leader. You want a leader because it feels like nobody. Ha- there's no leader in the squad right now. Another one, he's had success in different levels. He's done, it at the, he's done it at the college level. He's done it at the MLS pro level. He's done it in different ways. And he's a culture guy. He's going to come in and just set the culture exactly how uh, Hacksworth is. And that's exactly what we want from a type of player. Somebody that's a coach that's going to come in and just shift everybody's mindset to be winners. We want winners. Now the cons, he might not be want to be the Rapids coach. <laughs> and that's something, the reason is he's a hot name. Well he's, he's never he's never been a head coach. Well he's been a has been an in
1: interim for four games before uh in the US is still trying to hire somebody stretch just recently. He was
0: the guy for the gold cup, right? And, and the nations and team. nations. Exactly. And what did the US do? Played really damn well. Yeah, lost to Canada in the Gold Cup, won yeah. nations. Oh no, so um, they lost to Panama. Panama. Right. Yeah. Oh
2: that game sucked. Um has he been successful with teams that aren't stacked with
0: talent? He that's a, the thing. We haven't seen it, honestly.
2: He was
1: an assistant that's for five years question. in union, right? Um, he was an assistant in, then in 2019, went to the, the U.S. Men's National Team, and he's been there since. Before that, he was at Villanova with men's and women's and St. Joseph's. You know, he doesn't have, you know, this is one of those names where it's like, you might actually be able to afford him because he doesn't have the track record but he does have the hype and he has the the brand awareness for lack of a better word right like it is a culture setting higher um i actually really really like i mean and i think in an ideal world of those six in terms of realisticness affordability culture uh malleability of the the roster i think he kind of checks the most boxes of all of those in terms
0: of profile and everything like that i really like it yeah and it also like what did we hear a lot what's the team we heard a lot uh yesterday Philly He knows the Philly way Philly I looked into the way they I have some really funny some fun advanced stats that I look at mm-hmm. and Philly plays exactly how rabbits do transition low block quick and they just want to get up the wing so they can put the ball into center and win Yep and that's one thing that like if that's going to go into consideration if you really want to be if you really want to be Philly you might have to get somebody from Philly. And that's and there's a couple of guys here. Hog Hacks, uh, Hacks were this one of them. Also, uh, Jesse Marsh was in Philly, I think, for a bit. Or at least... Oh, no, he was in Red Bull, sorry. But those are the kind of guys that I think they're going to be trying to go for. They're going to be trying to go for culture setters. Guys that are going to yep. come in with a lot of, like, I want to prove myself. And guys that know how to develop yeah. young kids. Totally. And that's most... All these guys are actually developed... Except for Jesse Marsh is the only one I think that I didn't have... Developed, knows how to de- develop a uh, young talent totally uh but for the most part everybody else knows how to develop they know they've done it multiple times cool so i man. think that should be the i think that's my six list man shouts snaps claps golf claps great yeah yeah
1: great work thorough fantastic list one of those six will be the head coach of the colorado rapids maybe Dwayne, do you have any candidates you would like to just throw out real quick before we get out of here?
2: Uh, I mean, I'll mention one only because, you know, again, when I was just knowing and Highline earlier, they said it, and I was like, oh, I was thinking the same thing, is um, it'd be interesting to see if um, the DU head coach, Franks, would want to come on as an assistant coach. I'm not saying for head coach, but, you know, certainly um a boon of developmental talent and skills, there. Yeah. Uh, which, which I think is a, it, it is possibly my top need for the Colorado Rapids with the type of project players that we bring in. Development is absolutely key. Totally. I'm not, I'm not necessarily, you know, hardwired into that needs to be the head coach, but maybe it's an assistant coach and um, he seems to get it. So, um, yeah, Jamie, over at uh, DU. Love that, yeah.
1: love that. Mine pie in the sky, but with the news of the the tragic news of the San Diego loyal, no Man. longer existing. Who could it be? Landon, <laughs> Donovan. I brought that name up upstairs. There was the Nuggets guys were hanging out. There were some other folks upstairs. We were talking, and instantly. You saw eyes light up like, oh, I'd be into that. And all I care about right now, more than wins and losses, more than development, more than anything, is just please be relevant again. That's what I want. Landon Donovan gets you in those conversations over and over and over. This team will be covered. There will be attention. And I don't care if it's bad because at least it's being talked about. Yeah. And to me, that is more important than any of it. it yeah. like and To I, me. Yeah. Now that, I think your list doesn't factor that in as much and I think that's smart. But I didn't make a list of smart ones. I made a list of I made a one person
2: list of pie in the I sky. I mean, we're getting talked about right now nationally, Mitch.
0: A little bit. <laughs> 10 minutes on extra time, let's go. 10 minutes
2: on extra time, baby.
1: We Maybe. made
0: it. We did it. One, one <laughs> quick name. <laughs> uh, that, uh, real, real quick, because we got to Yeah, got up. Yeah, one real quick three seconds that Mitch brought up to me that uh, Brendan Blount actually tweeted. Yeah, Vinny Gito, that, that yep. Vinny was actually we the one Vinny. talking about it, was um, Brendan Burke, from the switch, he was a switchback set coach. Yep. He's a union's assistant now. Oh, uh, yeah. And, great, um, great choice. Oh, no, like uh, he was the Union assistant. Now he's with Houston. I think he's another guy that if you're thinking Philly, that's Great a guy choice. you can look at. It. Again, Philly plays the way that the Rapids want to play. The low block, quick transition, and speed, and I think that's the kind of way that you want to do. And if you're going to go with that, I think that's another one that you can look at. All right, guys. Dwayne, start
1: the
2: plugs out of here, my dude. Oh, hey, everybody. It is, uh, <laughs> it is a downtime to be a Rapids fan. Um, it's not a downtime to be a DMVR so, member, though. No, it's not. Um, and really, my plug is just for all of you. We're all thinking of you and thinking of each other. It's, it's hard right now. So if there is any way you can find to just remember, you can get down to the stadium and have fun. Um, I hear there's a, an R2 game. On that, Saturday. Uh, that is Saturday that will be attended. If you'd like to attend i know c38 is going to show out so there's a good chance for all of us to get together and just watch some great colorado rapids to soccer support the best
1: soccer team in the state voice your frustration for the senior team if you have it Yep. um they are uh you know they're doing good stuff i'm I'm proud to see that the kind of shift from from that group i think it's really cool that they're going to do that organize get out there um i think it's a really really good idea for sure um what else you got for me?
0: Yeah, yeah. The uh, Middle School Rapids on Twitter. Follow us there. Give us a five star review wherever you hear us. Don't forget to give <laughs> us a like on this YouTube video as well. We really please. appreciate it. Interact with all our stuff. It's great. It shows the higher ups that people actually want to hear what we say, even though most people don't want to hear what we say. <laughs> but either way, <laughs> it makes us feel good. So please interact.
1: Uh, big time guest next week. You're going to want to stay tuned for our announcement early next week. It's going to be a super fun show. Perfect for the news cycle the Rapids are in with a coaching search. So tune in for that. Get your diehard membership. Get your free shirt. Get your discount at the bar. Get your discount in the locker. Do all that. And more important than any of that, even in the depths of despair, you got to up the pits.